Go Loud presents Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. Welcome to Opinions Matter, brought to you by Greenheart CBD. From Greenheart to your heart, Ireland's multi-award-winning CBD oil. Please visit our sponsor's website at greenheartcbd.ie. And here's what we want to talk about. Should there be a post-pandemic bonus given by the government to workers? And if so, what workers should get it? How much should it be? And who's going to pay this massive bill? Uh, Those are the questions that we're asking on uh, Opinions Matter. Originally, this conversation revolved around nurses and doctors and people working in uh, our health services, who, especially last March, April and May, really put themselves in harm's way because nobody knew what we were dealing with with COVID-19, with this pandemic. We had seen such scary uh, film footage from places like Italy of hospitals being overrun, of people uh, on trolleys, of people dying. And it was a scary time. However, our frontline workers in our health services put themselves in harm's way every single day in the uh, hospitals of Ireland, which was admirable. Many of them, in fact, over 30,000 healthcare workers contracted uh, COVID-19 themselves. That's how much they put themselves in harm's way. The conversation has broadened now. Frontline workers, including those in the retail sector, could be in line for some sort of payout or time off as a reward for working during the COVID-19 pandemic, according to the Taoiseach. Michal Martin said the government wants to reflect the contribution that many have made during the pandemic, including those in retail. He said, we want to reflect the contribution that people have made during COVID-19, particularly frontline workers, and those frontline workers have been in many sectors, not least in retail retail, for example, uh, right from the beginning and commencement of the pandemic, and it will be challenging, but that is something that we're working towards energetically and proactively. But the conversation has gone even wider, and yesterday I hear uh, it being said that all civil servants who worked during the pandemic should uh, be rewarded. That included, for example, that included, for example, the revenue commissioners. You know who else involves? And there's no good way of doing this, okay? There's no good way of doing this because no matter who you give it to, people are going to feel aggrieved. Mm. And if it it goes to every civil servant, there will be war. Because you take, for instance, the civil servants that work in the passport office, okay? They did shagall during lockdown. No, the bloody place was closed. The place was closed. The passport office, you couldn't get a passport... Uh, during um, during lockdown. So they were probably sitting at home. I don't know what they were doing. Um, should they get extra money? I mean, I came into work every day. Yeah, I, so did I. Neither, neither myself or Adrian missed one day um, during during the whole pandemic. Well, obviously we took holidays and stuff, but we went into work every day. I had to pass the guard, guard a checkpoint at the end of my stage every day to show them the letter that I was going to work. I went into, the, into work every single day. I didn't get a pay rise. You know what I got? Got a pay cut. In fact, ultimately, you lost your job. Yeah, 98FM gave us a pay cut, which was fair enough. The, yeah, the we revenue accepted was it, down. Yep. And then we lost our jobs because... Uh, they revenue didn't ha- was down. Because revenue was down, they didn't have enough money to pay us. So um, we got the opposite for going into work every day. And if you give it to... Th- who else do you give it to? 
Do you give it to the barista who was making coffee? Well, let me give you an example. Day? Yesterday I heard uh, the National Bus and Rail Workers Union on um, uh, talking about the fact that bus drivers deserve it. Yeah. Grand. I think we might even agree to that because they were out there every day bringing healthcare workers to work um, and, you know, in theory, putting themselves in, in harm's way. But then the conversation went to, well, we need to uh, reward the mechanics who turned up into the garages every day uh, and serviced the buses. Now, they didn't put themselves in harm's way in any way, but they still turned up for work. So what we want to find out from you is where, where you stand on this. Where do you believe the cut-off point is? In other words, who should be rewarded by the state for getting us through the pandemic? Send us a WhatsApp right now to 85 825 2626 Now, um, initially, I think most of us agree that our uh, frontline healthcare workers, the ones who went to hospital every day, the ones who treated people with this disease that nobody knew what it was, they saw people dying in front of their eyes. Um, it was very traumatic for uh, our doctors and nurses. My friend is an ICU nurse who I've spoken about before. Yep. He's still going through this and in the States. And three times a week... He has to hold an iPad or a phone up to someone who was saying goodbye to the Okay, so ever. all of that was, Very, it was yeah. terribly traumatic. And I think we all agree that they deserve something. Now, what the nursing unions are looking for is 10 days paid holiday leave. Yep. That's going to cost a fortune. It's going to cost about 380 million euro yeah. to do that, to get the cover for them to do. But I think we're all in agreement on that. Yeah. Do you think they deserve it? Again, that's a grey area as well, because if you give it to hospital staff, yeah, um, what about Joanne, who works in administration office? Now, she wasn't in the ICU unit. She wasn't. She works in a little office in, in James's hospital or Vincent's hospital. You know, she's not operating over. She's not having to, to prune people uh, who have COVID or anything like that. She's going into her office every day and typing up letters and stuff. Mm. So do you give it to Joanne? Uh, that's a good question. That's what we want to talk about. We'd love to hear from you right now on 085-825-2626. Where do you draw the line? Who should the state, now we're talking about taxpayers' uh, money, by the way, who should the state pay towards in terms of uh, a little bonus, a little thank you, be it uh, an extra 10 days holidays or maybe a cash bonus? Who should those people be? 085-825-2626 is our WhatsApp number. Rachel, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you? Hey, Darren. How are you doing? How are you? I'm good, thanks, Rachel. Where where do you draw the line on this? I tell you, I genuinely think the fact that frontline workers like nurses and doctors and stuff like that in hospitals, ICUs, nursing homes, I don't think there should even be a question of them getting a bonus. I, I don't. I genuinely don't. Yeah, and I think I we're think, all in agreement on that. I think... Yeah, and I think they should be given a choice whether they want the 10 days or they want a cash bonus. I think that should be given as a choice to them. Just on that point, though, sorry for cutting across here, just on that point, just think about a, a doctor who's probably on 240 grand a year, Okay. A doctor that's on 240 grand a year. Okay, they're few and far between. They're the consultants. Okay, yeah, but the consultants. The consultants. Yeah, but Jeremy, here's the thing. And when a doctor, even regardless of how much they're on, the fact that if someone was going into a hospital to do what they do to try and save as many lives as possible, to be honest with you, I don't think it's a question of how much they're on. I think it's a question of saying, thank you. If I'm honest, I think it's like, no, take away the money aspect of it. Do you know what I mean? 
they are human beings at the end of the day and they didn't have to. They didn't actually, they could, there could have been, oh no, you know, I don't want to get cold, I don't want to bring it to you. And they could have opted out for that. But a lot of them chose not to, a lot of them chose to go in and face it regardless of how much they're being paid, regardless of all that money. is. Okay, but then, but, but, yeah, but then Rachel, like that. okay, but Rachel, yeah. then do we give it to the Gardaí? Yes. The Gardaí? Who again? Oh, yeah, no, who I'll again? Tell you I, I tell you what I think. I think definitely, only, I genuinely think it should genuinely only be given to the people who were face-to-face with people every day, as in people that walked in supermarkets, people that walked in shops, carers going into homes. I don't believe, like, doctors and doctor surgeries and that should get it, because they didn't see anyone. They, yeah, they just dealt with you over the phone. Yeah. Over the phone, and they're still doing over the phone. So that's what I mean. Like, I don't think they should get it. I think people who were face-to-face dealing with people, even, like, in the hospital, the people in an office, they didn't. I don't think they should get it. I think people that were face to face and putting themselves at risk. Okay, so the, let, let, let's put a list, a list together. Um, so we're talking about doctors and nurses, obviously. Okay, um, yeah. I don't think there's any question about that. I think even the orderlies in hospitals that were uh, feeding patients, all of that sort I of think stuff. Cleaners as well. Cleaners, cleaners okay. as well, because cleaners would have been having to go into these areas when people mm. would have, like, okay, all have right, we're agreed. We're, we're, we're no all agreed. The infection was still there. Okay, we're all agreed on that. Hospital staff. Uh, then, uh, Gardaí, yeah? If they were out there on checkpoints and stuff, yeah. Yep, okay. Um, uh, fire staff? Ambulance staff? Yeah. Yep, yep, yeah. okay. Yeah, oh my God, definitely, definitely. Okay, ambulance and fire staff. Then where? Then who else? People, um, people that work in supermarkets. Like, say, people that work in Aldi's or Lidl's or Tesco's or Dunn's well, that were one shot. But they got a they got, they, they, that were open. Well, they got a pay rise, didn't they? Was it either some the did, or, some did, not all, no, not all, no, no, certainly not all. In fact, some of them have had to hand in petitions and everything else about this. But yeah. uh, okay, so su- a privately owned supermarket, let's say, yeah. uh, just off the top of my head, Dunn stores, and in fact, they're mm-hmm. one of the companies that a petition was handed into a privately run supermarket. Should the yeah. state, the taxpayer, pay the workers? Considering Dunn's made no, such I, a profit. No, I think there should be some pressure put on the owners. Because like, to be honest with you, I think that in, when it's a private owner, I think they should be made pay. The, the, or or the should, should the state give the workers some sort of a tax cut or a tax yeah. break or something like that? I think, if, if, I think if, if it's a private business, if the owners aren't going to do that, I think, yeah, maybe the state can help them with a bit of a tax break. Okay, all right, so that's right. So, so supermarkets. And is that yeah. it, or is there any more? Because no. there, was an awful lot of pe- there was an awful lot of people that Care. did work during the pandemic. As, as Jeremy said, he and I turned up for work doing a radio show every day of the week. Yeah, um, no offence, but you weren't in there. You weren't, like, face-to-face with people no, no, every we were, day. We were you in know the studio. And no. I don't mean that bad, yeah. No, 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 you're, no right. you're right. Yeah, but the media, I would say, you now people would argue with this, I would say the media played a very important uh, part. And I remember when we were doing... Oh, 100%. When we, 100%. Were doing, when we were doing our 98 FM show during the whole pandemic, people would be ringing up because they were stuck at home. We were, we were all prisoners. And they were saying the only thing that kept them going was shows like ours that yeah. were keeping people informed. Now, I don't think, I don't think we should have got a, a rise. And, in fact, we didn't get a raise. We got, a, we got, a, um, we got money taken out of our salary. Um, I think that's crazy. But that's but, just what happened. And there's no point in crying no, over spilled milk. But I just, my opinion has changed because as he explained it there, I was actually putting myself in the, think, in the predicament thinking, yeah, because I listened and it did help me some days. Do you know that way? So for me, I think there should be some reward, even if it is 
something that if there, if there was a service being done to help people, I think there should be some form of a reward. Okay. Uh, and is that where you draw the line? Because, like I said, yesterday there was talk about uh, b- uh, bus drivers. Well, not just bus drivers. Maybe we'll we'll give in on bus drivers, yeah? Um, yeah, no, I then- do think, yeah. But then I heard, well, no, you have to pay them, you have to give the mechanics who service the buses in the garage on their own. You, they need something because they no. turned up for work every day. They kept the, the buses on the roads. You, the, the maintenance crews who service the Lewis and the Dart, they all deserve money as well. Yeah. You know what? Um, they could do like a different level of, of a thing. Do you know what I mean? See, okay, a but different uh, level uh, of a reward. the more we add on to this bill, you're, you're yeah. looking at a billion euro. Now, that's just insanity. No? It's... And I understand that, but you know what? I'm not being smart. There's money in this country getting thrown left, or right, left right, and centre. Look how many billion has gone into that children's hospital that shouldn't have. They shouldn't have needed that amount. Yeah, and I know. I, 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 no I, I, and, and I agree. Like, no uh, questions but they can't throw out that amount of money to say thank you to people for helping people, for saving lives, for being there for people that had no one when they were dying for actually doing service for people to get to them jobs. Mm, mm. Or like you were saying, for like Jeremy said, yeah, for keeping people sane for just some parts of during the day. Because there were parts during the pandemic, to be honest, for me, where I actually didn't think I was sat down. But it wasn't until coming out that I realised how actually down I had actually gotten. And, uh, you it. and me both, I can say the same thing. Yeah. I, I found it extremely difficult. Okay, so you... And I didn't realise do... what things... What, I didn't realise at times what these things had actually done to help me until coming out of it either. Mm. You know what I mean? All right, but stay there for one second. We'd like to hear from you. Send us a WhatsApp to 085-825-2626. We're asking, uh, where do you draw the line when it comes to giving uh, some sort of a bonus? Be that bonus uh, a cash bonus or a uh, time off in lieu bonus of 10 days or whatever. Where do you draw the line? Should the mechanics that work for Dublin Bus be given a bonus because they turned up for work every day. And that's the thing. Everybody feels that they did their part. I remember, remember during the pandemic, we were talking to a caller on the show uh, who was saying... I'm a, was, I'm a frontline worker. Yeah, he was saying he was a frontline worker. And we were talking to him about whatever the case may be. And he was saying, yeah, I'm a frontline worker. I'm a frontline worker. And Adrian turned around at one stage uh, and says, well, what do you do for what do you do for a living? We thought he was going to say I'm an orderly in, in the Coombe or something or James's Hospital. He says, I'm a barista. That's exactly what he said. So people making coffee thought they were frontline workers as well. So where do you where do you draw the line? That's what we want to hear from you. Oh eight five eight two five twenty six twenty six is our uh, number. Uh, where do you draw the line as to who should get a thank you from the state for all that they did uh, during the uh, lockdowns? Now, Ellie, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Ellie? I'm good. Well, Ellie, where do you draw the line? Um, I think it should be given to as like the essential well, the people who were deemed essential, um, essential uh, like shops and stuff like that. Obviously, doctors and everything, but the people who worked went into work had plexiglass in front of them that most people ignored. Had people coming right up against them and everything inside in shops, and just not caring. Some people not even wearing masks, and I think those people. Just ended up like from in my own circumstance, I ended up getting made redundant because the shop goes down. And just, I think those people deserve a little bit more as well. 
Okay, so you lost your job as a result of where you were working having to shut down, basically, and and, yeah. and never reopen again. Never reopen again. Right. And I think somebody like you deserves something because this was through no fault of your, your own, through no fault no. of the companies probably either because they, uh, you know, suddenly were faced with closure and still had bills to pay and obviously couldn't, uh, couldn't survive. Yeah. Um, but where do you draw the line in terms... You were talking about essential workers. Now, the guy um, doing mechanic work on the Dublin bus fleet... He was an essential worker. He would have had a letter to say that he can go to work every day. Does he deserve... But if he didn't, if he didn't do his job, the buses wouldn't be able to do their job. I know, but he, but, he, but he wasn't putting himself in, in danger in the way in which nurses and doctors yeah, were. Yeah, I think if you're not coming into contact with people, if you're not coming into contact with the virus, the, the likelihood of the virus, then no. Okay, so the mechanic... Sorry... Sorry, Mr. Mechanic in Donnybrook Garage, you're not getting the washer. You're washing. getting nothing. You're getting in the, same, in the same way I we think, didn't come I in contact with anybody. Thing in it because I think anybody who works during it deserves, because it was a scary time and we were all, we were all terrified to be in work. So, so everybody who was at work, what about people who were working from home? No, definitely not. No, no, no right, they, had yeah. it, they had it easy. In well, fact, there is, I, have, I people, have family members who got... Um, big boxes, big um, hampers for working from home. So they got what they... Right, okay. So they've already got their little reward. Okay, so basically what you're saying is frontline workers who had to deal directly with the public during the pandemic, like doctors, nurses, guardi, ambulance staff, uh, bus drivers, but not the mechanic. Not the mechanic. He's not getting a washer. Although how often do buses break down nowadays anyway? You still need mechanics. They still need to be serviced and maintained. Yeah. Um, do you think it's it's getting a little bit greedy? Do you think people are getting a bit greedy here? I think in some ways, yes. But we did go through a hell of a lot. A lot of us, like you know, because like I, 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 I just got a message on our Facebook, and it says, um, it says quite simply, no one should get a bonus. Your paycheck is your bonus. The only ones that, you, that deserve anything are nurses and doctors or people who had to deal with confirmed infected cases. My, where I was working, it closed down for the initial lockdown for a couple of weeks and reopened. And do you know what happened when we went back? Our wages got cut. Right. So, no, we, we didn't get anything for it. Well, you, you, you ultimately ended up losing your job. Yeah. I, le- I lost my job and I actually ended up spending three weeks in a psychiatric hospital because of it. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. No, it's okay. How are you now? I'm doing good now. I'm doing good. Any sign of a, any sign of a new job? No, not at the moment. Trying to focus on mental health yeah, now at the moment. That, that is the most important thing for you. I have spoken to yeah. so many people in the last couple of weeks who've just come out with us when we're having conversations who have said to me that their mental health went down the drain during this mm-hmm. pandemic. I think if you get, if you got through this pandemic, yeah, and we're coming towards the end of it now, uh, please God. Well, we hope, yeah. yeah <laughs> if you got through to this without it affecting mel- mental health, you are a very, very lucky person. Because mm. I can tell you, myself and, yeah. Adrian, myself and Adrian at one stage were very, very down about the whole thing. 
And it's not even it's not even the loss. We lost our jobs. Fair enough. We got new jobs. Uh, that that doesn't matter. Um, I lost a family yeah. member. I lost a family member to COVID back Sorry in January. That. Yeah, that was tough as well. And you, you lose a family member to COVID, and then you go into Facebook and then you hear people calling it a scandemic, and that it's not real, and it just gets to you. And even down to small little things like when myself and Adrian were in work every day and you'd go out to Grafton Street to get lunch and the street... I remember walking down Grafton Street one day. Oh, uh, it was, on my it was horrible. Break. I was going down to Marks and Spencer's. It was the only shop open in Grafton Street. And I walked down Marks and Spen- to Marks and Spencer's at half one in the day with Adrian and we didn't pass one person. And it was like a scene yeah. from... It was like a scene from a zombie movie. And that just got to me so much. Uh, just seeing our beautiful city completely deserted. Uh, and all that... And I know we're getting slightly off the point here, but it all gets to you, doesn't it? Oh, it gets in on you. And, and it sure really that, does. Yeah. I'm sure there are people like yourself, and uh, fair play to you being so brave for talking out about it, but there are probably people who are suffering in silence at the moment because they still see um, it as a taboo to talk about mental health. But yeah. there's absolutely, yeah. there's nothing to be ashamed of to admit that the, the pandemic is after fucking with my head. There's absolutely nothing, uh, no shame in that at all. Absolutely not. Sure does not. No, great to talk to you and I, no. I, I wish you well, uh, Ellie. Thanks very much indeed. No bothers. Thanks for having me. Uh, Joanne, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you? Hi, how are you? Good, thanks, Joanne. Um, well, where do you draw the line as to who should uh, get rewarded by the state for all they did during the pandemic? Well, I think the ICU workers and the end-of-life care workers are the ones that should get it, to be honest. Because, again, as we said, they are people who put themselves directly in harm's way, yeah. and uh, thousands of them, as a result of putting themselves in that harm's way, uh, contracted COVID-19. In fairness, and I know that they were out and they were keeping the the wheels of public transport ticking over, I don't know of one bus driver who got nineteen well, from ridic- being on his bus. Well, hang on, that's a ridiculous thing to say. No, but I'm I don't. Sure, I'm sure there were bus drivers that, that got it. But no, out of all the people that were working during the pandemic, uh, bus drivers were probably the safest. They're behind the, behind the bloody Perspex screen. Yeah. Um, and were the buses busy during the lockdown? No, there wasn't a sinner on them. You used to get the bus into work every day. No, I stopped. Because oh, they became so unreliable and they had 25% occupancy. There wasn't a sinner on them because nobody was going to work. Yeah. The only people using the buses were healthcare workers and so on. But anyway, um, so you obviously frontline workers, people who were working in our hospitals, where else would you give the guards any money? No. 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 Even though they were no. dealing face to face with us at checkpoints, for example. They do, no, they do, no. They do no. that on a normal day anyway. So, I mean. No, okay. I mean the ICU workers. They were the ones who were extra busy during the pandemic. Ambulance drivers, um, ambulance staff, paramedics. No, no, sorry, no. Well, they would have transported ICU people. workers and end of life. And that's it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I've heard them saying about the shoppers. I've heard them saying about like a whole lot of different uh, groups of people. And um, where do you stop these in the hospitals? There's security people in, in the hospitals. Do you give them a bonus? Well, the, 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 there, are, there are people who believe, yes, you do, that anybody who had any yeah, dealing... Uh, um, no, that's, this is where it's getting ridiculous, because, uh, as I yeah. said, and I hate to pick, pick on the, the TL mechanics, my dad used, to be, a, my dad used to be a Dublin well, bus mechanic. The mechanic for but it's just I heard uh, somebody from the MBRU being interviewed yesterday, and he was saying, yes, the mechanic in the garage on his own, who never dealt with the general public, deserves something. Ah, uh, no. 
And you yeah, had, but the general mechanic that was in my public was probably glad to be able to stay working on like, some people that couldn't. Absolutely. I can say that the one thing that saved my mental health during all the lockdowns was that I did have a job to go to every day. And yeah. that actually was, uh, was a saving grace for me. I was delighted to have to go to work every day. Yeah. I okay. mean, like, like it's all I can say the bus drivers they were able to get to go to work every day they were able to go and do kind of live their their routine in their life as well with other people that weren't you just have to stop it somewhere you have to minimalise it because the cost of the country as well is going to be a fortune so the people as, that, as who as directly said, dealt with them I see you and end of life that's it it has to stop somewhere you can't have everyone in a hospital looking for a bonus. It's, it's, it's like I said to you, um, it's gone even more than that, Joanne. It's gone to anybody who ever... Tur- I mean, they were talking about uh, worker staff who work for the revenue commissioners oh. being given uh, some so, sort yeah, of it, a bonus. It, it, so nobody paid tax. Nobody paid tax. Nobody paid tax. Yeah, nobody paid but tax. What's going to happen is all these people who walked through the, through the pandemic as well, who's going to end up paying higher taxes to pay back all that pub payment? 100%. 100%. Because even though they worked and they didn't claim the pub payment, they're going to suffer for it as well, which is very unfair. All right. So, um, so what, what does this message mean? We are, we are sovereign. We don't ask. Our lands, our oceans, our children, our families, our resources, all ours. Talk truth. <laughs> Who sent that? That person there. Oh. We, we are sovereign. What does that even mean, we are sovereign? Well, we know, obviously, we're a sovereign nation. Yeah. But, but Read that out loud again, will you? We are sovereign. Michelle wrote this. Yeah, we are on. sovereign. We don't ask. Our lands, our oceans, our children, our families, our resources, all ours. Talk truth. What the hell has that got to do with the mechanic for Dublin Bus? <laughs> Is he sovereign? Oh, oh, Michelle, I can't stand this rambling rubbish. About nothing. Kevin. Hey, Adrian, Jeremy, how you doing? It's Kev here. Look, at the end of the day, there's no right answer to this. And whoever gets it, um, others are going to feel hard done by but that's you know that's what's going to happen. All I hope is that the governments actually do give something to somebody, whatever section or sections it is, that it is as my, me and Myron said yesterday. Oh, it's not lip service. We are doing something, and they don't do what Boris did in the UK and end up um, insulting the nursing staff, and effectively they end up with a tax cut or a pay cut. Um. So hopefully they can pull something together, make some people happy. Unfortunately, there are going to be people who are going to feel hard done by, but unfortunately that's the way it's going to happen. Have a good one, lads. Yeah, I I agree with Kevin um, that no matter what you do, and uh, any time I talk to Kevin, it always reminds me uh, of my mate in Ashburn that sells the gnomes. You know right. what I was talking about? He was open, not during the whole of lockdown, as you know. Well, garden centres now were closed. No, but when the garden centres opened back up, we went down to Ashburn to get gnomes. Um, your man sold me a gnome. He could have got COVID off me. Uh, does he deserve a bonus? Well, because he sold bloody garden gnomes. <laughs> I know, this is, we are getting absolutely ridiculous. 085-825-2626. Very quickly, uh, give us your opinion on who should get... A reward from the state, by the way, at your expense, at the taxpayer's expense. 085-825-2626. Now, uh, Jessica, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you? Hi, yeah. Well, Jessica, where do you draw the line? Anyone who's been in the front line or an essential worker throughout this, I think deserves a bit of a reward as a thank you for putting, your, like, putting their health and their safety at risk. 
Okay, but an awful lot of people, an awful lot of people were classed as essential workers and would have gotten letters from their employers, like, for example, people working in radio. Now, when we went into a radio station every day, we didn't have to meet another human being. And if we did, we were two and four meters apart from each other. We didn't put ourselves in any danger. But the point I'm making is that we were classed as essential workers. So do people like that deserve money? Yeah, but like what they could do is they could even make it an option take, like say the government says, like, oh, to recognise that you've been working through the whole pandemic, you're entitled to it, but you don't have to necessarily. Okay, but I can I can hear a lot of people saying, well, I'd love to be able to work all the way through the pandemic. I just was given no choice. My company was shut down. So do you know what I mean? A lot of people wanted to work, but just weren't allowed to work. Yeah, and like I know, like I recognise people working from home as well, but like I wouldn't necessarily consider like that kind of like front line. No, because uh, yeah, because the whole idea of working from home was that you stayed away from other people, uh, so you weren't in in any way in harm's way. That's a great L gig, by the way, working at home, isn't it? Is it, though? Ah, it is, yeah. I don't know if it's all it's cracked up to be. So. No, no, I really don't. I think it's it, it's been... Uh, that you don't have to commute for an hour every day or two hours. You don't have to commute home. You you know, you don't... I know, work. you've still to, uh, you know, motivate yourself, and it's, it's oh, much boo, more difficult. Oh, boo-hoo, you have to motivate yourself. Um, okay, so any basically anybody who would have come in contact with the general public during the lockdown as they worked. Yeah, more or less. Like that's what I was doing. Like that's that's what I'm doing. Like, and I, I know it's going it's going to sound like I'm on a high horse, but I'm at the point where I'm like feeling I deserve a little something, even if it's a five or a ten or just something from them to say thanks. Yeah, like, like, I, 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 I just got a, a message here from Suzanne and she said, my husband works for a logistics company that distributes food around the country. He caught COVID at work and ended up in hospital for two weeks. So should he get something? Yeah. Should anybody who during the pandemic contracted COVID because of their work, should they all get something? In other words, well, what I'm getting at is where, where does this end? Well, not necessarily as COVID, but just the fact that they're out there, like kind of like putting themselves in danger from this. What about the laundry workers cleaning all the uh, the, med- the beds, the bed sheets? Yeah, I suppose yeah. they do as well. Jeez, yeah. we're going to have no money left. No, the state will be absolutely just smashed. Give us all five bank holidays. There, <laughs> please don't happy. mention my name, as I work from on, for Unpost, and so does my partner. Uh, just to add to your list, the frontline security officers in the GPO who've worked right the way through this pandemic, getting verbally abused and spat at in their day to day roles, managing the lengthy queues and daily junkies killing each other in the public office. The list could go on and on. How long? is a piece of string we'll bring in uh, and and here's another thing and this has never been brought up should we give compensation to people who've lost family members through COVID good question that's a very good question you know we all suffered as well Um, you know I went to a funeral of a family member where only I think 10 of us were allowed to attend Mm. the funeral Um, I mean and this it just opens the floodgates doesn't it um, let's see what Gareth has to say on this just before we go to Dave. Hey lad, sorry I can't come on. I was working for a hardware company, delivering to people's houses and sites and that. So would you class me as an essential worker? We kept the country going with our paint and our timber frames and fencing and all that. Just curiosity, what would you think? What does the listeners think? 
Thanks. It's a good question, Gareth. Uh, Jeremy, what do you think? It's not for me. Uh, no, thankfully. I'm glad I don't have to make this decision, by the way. Yeah. Uh, well, it's Pascal, isn't it, that will have to make the decision? Uh, ultimately, yeah. Um, uh, hey, by the way, no matter what decision is made on Budget Day, when's Budget Day? 12th of October, I think. Okay, well, no matter what decision is made, uh, you're going to have people moaning. So. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Dave, you can have the last word on this. How are you, Dave? Yeah. What's the story, folks? Good, you have the last word. What did you want to say? Anybody else think that Michal device could smell an election on the air, no? No, I don't think so. Do, no, do you not think so? No, it's like, do you not notice that they all... Um, seem to get really, really, uh, how would you say, uh, very giving no, when Dave. they think that their jobs are, no, are, in, uh, are in jeopardy. I'll tell you why, Dave. I'll tell you why. Because, and I've said this um, multiple times, even if Michal Martin stood up on the plinth tomorrow, yeah, mm-hmm. and said, oh, I'm, going mm-hmm. to, I'm going to give every member of the Irish population a thousand euro each, there's people who would still never vote for Fianna Fáil or Fianna Gael, even if every... If I, all, I take hands and all. If we if we got a if every single one of us got a grand from Michal Martin tomorrow, there is still a huge cohort of people who would never vote for Fianna Fáil or Fianna Gael. So it's not to buying votes doesn't work. Sure doesn't, Adrian? Because okay, supposing Michal Martin gave us all a grand tomorrow, yeah, and uh, say Michelle, I think they did. Say someone like you know. I think no, you know. I think like look, we're coming out of this with a ridiculously high bill. Like Ireland is one of the highest deficit of any other EU nation. We're like. 78 grand yeah, per every man, woman, population. and child. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And we have a higher GDP than Denmark, and they, they have like their average um, lowest wage in Denmark is 44 grand a year. So, fair play to the Danish, you know, right? I think the fairest way out of this is take a billion, split it up between every adult over the age of 18 in the country. I think it works out about 202 euro each, and it can only be spent in a brick and mortar shop. I give the old economy a little bit of a kickstart. Say, That's you know what? It's Everybody. Not about that's not a bad Everybody idea. Everybody suffered. Yeah, and yeah. If you have frontline, if you frontline healthcare workers who did contract COVID and has like do have long COVID or just suffered through their job, we look after them because the way it's currently going is if the nurses get it, the consultants get it, the admin staff get it, the people in the unions get it. Basically, every public sector worker gets it, but us private sector workers mm. are going to be the ones who put the bill. Like I owe the revenue of about a thousand euros. And while we're on the wage subsidy scheme, my boss made 1.5 million. Ew. You know what I mean? Right. So. Okay, fair enough. All right, I'm glad I left you uh, with the last... In fact, I'll leave Jeremy with the last word, uh, Dave. Sorry about that. Jeremy, you have the last word. Hello, I'm Matt Cooper here. That last word. <laughs> Who? Matt Cooper. Who's he? He's a broadcaster. Successful. Oh. Still, ha- still has a job. Oh, right. <laughs> um, no, the last word uh, on this is... And I've said it before, and I'll say it again. No matter what you do, people are not going to be happy. And if they gave everybody 50 grand uh, in the next budget, people still wouldn't be happy. And unfortunately, this, all this is going to do is going to divide people. So let's just keep it simple, yeah? Nurses, Let, doctors. Nurses, doctors. Anybody that was in the Shagan Hospital for the last year and a half. How about that? Okay, Anybody sorted. whose job involved going through the doors of a hospital, there you go. Yeah, do you agree? Okay. And I don't mind my, my uh, wages going towards that, yeah? All right, I'm glad I gave you the last oh, word. Oh, the big, the, the big pharma people are on now. <laughs> uh, death Shields, big pharma, and... Sorry, Johnny, I know my Matt Cooper impression sounds exactly like Michal Martin. It I, did, exactly. I can, I can only do one accent, okay? So here's my Michal Martin. So we're going to give a 50,000 euro to everybody in the country. Yeah. And here's my Matt Cooper. Yeah. We're going to give 50,000 people to everybody. <laughs> 
same accent. All right. Thank you very much indeed for listening in to this latest Opinions Matter Sorry, podcast. Just before you go. Yeah, go on. I just want to ask you a question. Which is? How much did Big Pharma pay you for this podcast? Not one sweet cent. Hang on. Yep. Unless you robbed it on me, did you? No. Where's, no. The, where's the Pfizer envelope? Not a washer. Where, where's it gone? <laughs> Thank you for listening to this latest Opinions Matter podcast. If you enjoyed it, please hit subscribe or follow and you will automatically be notified every time we upload a new podcast. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app.